0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Public Affairs in Practice podcast. If I could start by asking... If at all possible for you to leave reviews for the podcast on your platform that you listen to this on, that would be fantastic. It really helps people to find the podcast and for others to enjoy listening to it. Uh, but any likes and shares, again, all gratefully received. Thank you. In this episode, I want to talk about championing local projects. Um, I recently spoke at the 16th annual light rail conference, um, where I was asked to reflect on the challenges for the sector in a panel discussion entitled "Reframing the Debate on Light Rail." In that session, I suggested there were ten issues that the sector and indeed local projects need to think about and deal with and and these are ways that you can champion a project fundamentally it always has to build trust and support of local communities as well as decision makers and there's often a role for central government too but i would suggest 10 uh, issues that need to be considered first stop future technology being the enemy of the present. There are challenges that need to be dealt with now in the present. And whilst new technology may emerge in due course, always keeping that in mind that action is often required urgently. So we are in the now, we're not in the ideal future. Whilst opponents will talk about the impact of COVID or or similar on cities, and of course these things need to be considered, we need to avoid delays at all costs. I think there's a, a key question about why central government is involved in many of these decisions at all. This may be a slightly broader issue, but the long arm of Westminster and Whitehall, or indeed other parliaments across the country and across the world, extend into main projects. And that's not just because it, their money is involved. Mayors, city regions, local authorities and others need to continue to push the devolution agenda. Global Britain. Now, I don't think any project should be afraid to embrace Global Britain. It's a means for cities and regions to sell themselves globally and to help attract inward investment. And that can be really useful for local community as well. Focusing on air quality and the environment, and I think if we want to be a truly livable and attractive place to live and work, then these issues need to be at the heart of any project and form part of an overall package. Cost, of course, is critically important. The simplistic approach says that there's no money available from central government, so we can't afford to build local projects. Now, if that view is taken, then government will focus solely on London. Ending up with returns of the type that the treasury wants, you know, effectively you get a better bang for your buck by investing in London, and that means that places beyond London need to think about their local support as well. There's definitely a role for private investment. Larger projects know that private capital is required, but currently we have a new discussion taking place about who the next Conservative Prime Minister will be. And at the moment, that debate is largely followed by a sort of a tax and spend type agenda. So lower taxes and lower public spending are all entirely possible. Then I think if that is the case, if that is the agenda that is forthcoming, then all ideas need to be considered where it comes to local projects. And that's including local fundraising with the possibility of engaging the private sector. There's no doubt that local authorities... We'll have to allocate money towards social care and other local services, so we've got a need for creativity where it comes to financing projects. Related to that, though, we also need certainty of funding. Again, this forms part of the devolution agenda. However, government needs to put long-term funding solutions in place. The current, apparently, ongoing yearly Funding arrangements for transport for London, I don't think, help with planning. And one of the main reasons citing failings in in British Rail all those years ago was not the management or the quality of the catering, but the lack of funding certainty. Governments of the day would forever raid the uh, BR pot of cash to pay for other commitments, and we need to avoid that in the current day and age. Projects also need champions. There's always a need to have those champions, especially local ones, for any project. We need to maintain a focus on the community, and too often schemes, especially transport ones, reflect the optimal technical requirements rather than what works best for the communities they serve. And we have to sell the strengths. Many of these can often be assumed by project teams, and technical teams draw up the plans. They think they know that people understand the benefits of the systems that they've just designed, but that's not always obvious to stakeholders. So, if we take the example of light rail, many people will never have been on a tram, so their knowledge is fundamentally limited. So, projects should never make assumptions and should always stress the benefits and the strengths. Of their project so i think all of those points must be taken into consideration to complement effective local engagement and consultation you have to do that as a matter of course if a community isn't part of the development then they're highly unlikely to accept it if the community is opposed then political audiences too are very likely to be opposed so i would suggest that all local projects need to consider these points from the very outset if they are to be successful